It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And boy, have we got a website for you. And it is frankandfriendsshow.com. Thank you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting some nice uh, comments on our YouTube feed. Of course, the, uh, the audio is also available on um, the regular podcast aggregators, wherever you go. I've only personally heard it on Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Podcasts, but I should go check more. And if we're missing yours, um, send us a note in the comments, or you can uh, send us an email to frankandfriendsshow at gmail.com. But uh, there's a viewer named Katya, who I thought was named Katya, but uh, a couple of weeks ago she posted in her comments something about her name's actually Renee. Yes. Did you see that? I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're reading the comments now, too? I am, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, Renee, is that how you pronounce it, though? Because didn't she have... Well, she put that people think it's spelled R-E-N-E-E, right. which is actually spelled R-E-N-A. Right. With a long A. So that's right. the way I interpreted it, as opposed to Rena. Rena. Maybe Renee. Rena. 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 All right, so now obviously we've yes. got more material for you yeah. there, uh, Katja Rena, to yeah. uh, tell Rena, Renee, to tell us uh, what the proper thing <laughs> you is. You can give us the IPA of how to pronounce her name, then I'll practice it. There you go. Yeah. And that stands for India Pale Ale. <laughs> International Phonetic Alphabet. That's correct. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Are you good with the, the, the phonics? I mean, you have to be. I mean, yeah, I had to take classes on it for German, Italian, French, and English, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be really good at the phonics and, and those letters. I mean, now I just really find, I listen to it. Like when I'm trying to pronounce um, names on Scholar's Bowl, I just ask the, the kid to, to say their name a few more times for me so I make sure I get the number. In fact, yesterday when we were taping, I was asking them, how many syllables is that? Adithia. 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 Okay. Adithia. So, so then you get it. You say it enough times. And, and then by the time, and she's answered like, so many questions, I'm like, Adithia. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You know, you start calling on him fast. Um, well, that's good. And then uh, that was nice to get those comments. Um, that was on the episode where uh, you were stuffing envelopes. I was. I think I've got them all done now. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, because I, my favorite part, as you know, is you're just stuffing envelopes and you go, I'm talking about, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Smash that button. And you say it like it's nothing. Just off the top. <laughs> so well, I was excited because I got this invitation in the mail. Okay. Did you think it was from me? I Look at it. Wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I think it was it from you? It looks beautiful. Look at that with this. Yeah. It's, it's like calligraphy. Except it's really just a script font on a mailing label. Yeah. And I thought, well, I thought Catherine hand wrote all the invitations. Well, Mike Combs actually hand wrote all the. Oh, but then yeah. it turns out it's not for your gala; it's for another gala the same week. When is yours? November seventh. So this one is November twelfth. Okay, the week after. Yeah, so I thought you, you know, being a, a gala producer, it would be interesting to you to see how other. Um, gala invitations are handled and what it's information they might include on that invitation. Thank you. I'll take, I'll take this as yeah, a... Yeah, you can read all the way down to the bottom real quick and then... Uh, <laughs> I see that they included your name, which is what is most important. <laughs> and most important that I forgot. <laughs> you didn't know. I, I didn't ask. I didn't know they were going to put it on there either. I just thought here's an opportunity to uh, rub a little salt in it. <laughs> Let me know what I forgot. I appreciate that. But you also, I uh, also forgot to take your dirndl with you. Oh, so sad. Here's that. Thank you. You know, that's uh, this Did is left over. Well, I think we showed them off plenty <laughs> <laughs> in the Over Gallenberg episode. But I've got my. You can show again, but I've got my leader hosen. Yeah, my leader hosen. And uh, you've got your dirndl. 
That's what the ladies think is called. I'm, I'm it's more almost like a corset, but I'm pretty sure the that it's really it has an official German word. Huh? I think it's D I R N D L. Is that their German word for corset? Well, I mean that's what they are. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah the dress with the yeah. The I actually thought about the, wearing a dress like that, but I didn't have the. Uh, the what corset, the corset part, or the dirndl part, the or whatever the part. Yeah, the yeah. I don't know if the whole thing is a dirndl mm-hmm. or um, it's a uh, folk costume in German. So there you go. Yeah, the clothing of alpine peasants. <laughs> I was hoping to be an alpine peasant when we well, went up obviously, to Ober, but what they've done is they've made it into a Halloween costume, like they do with the sexy maid outfit. Yeah, and everything else. It basically, looks like a sexy maid outfit. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> So how's interchangeable. <laughs> how's everything else going in your world? You know, pretty good. Sasha's been crazy. That's the dog. That's the dog. Yeah, you know my dog, Sasha. She's yeah, I don't know. Have I ever met Sasha? I don't think you have. Actually. I feel like I know Sasha because of internet postings and Instagram and um, everything. And you certainly um, talk about her, and, and that's fine. All dog people talk about their dogs. <laughs> Um, my sister talks about her dog. I mean, everyone talks about their dog. Yeah, she's uh, part of the family. Yeah. She's she's a dog, but yeah, she's definitely part of our family. And she's been causing a lot of trouble, actually, in the last few weeks. What happened? Well, a few weeks ago, I told you about going to Rock City. Yeah, yeah. Have did. you ever seen Rock City? No, but I've only seen the barns that say see Rock see City. See Rock City. Well, you know, if I you should see go, it long right? enough, you need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's in uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga, yeah. yeah. Well, we actually took Sasha... Because it's pet friendly. They actually say that you can take any pet that you want as long as it's leashed. Okay. So that's how I could bring Sasha and James with me. (laughs) You need that Dirndl costume again? (laughs) Maybe some kind of riding crop. Tell Jerry could bring you as well. (laughs) That's what she needs. You need a Dirndl and a riding crop. (laughs) All pets allowed as long as they're leashed. Come on, James. Come on, let's go. So there's this point at Rock City where you have this cliff, okay? And below there, below the cliff is a beautiful waterfall. Yeah. And you get to this section, and you're supposed to be able to see five different states, like mm-hmm. Virginia and Georgia. And Again, Tennessee I'm always and, skeptical of that. I'm, when you go to Anakista and they say, that's Kentucky over there, I'm like, hmm. Is it, though? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. when I, at Cumberland Gap, uh, what Jerry and I did a bit where she was in... Virginia and I was in Tennessee and we kissed on the state border but it's painted nice. on the line you know there's yeah. a line there so then I believe that I'm seeing two yeah. states because I'm physically seeing two states but when they just tell us mm. oh see that uh, uh, haze over there in the distance that's Georgia well you do actually drive over the Tennessee Georgia line to get into Rock City all right so then so you really are so right Tennessee there. and Georgia are believable Definitely. you'll see two states Definitely. because you're in one and you're next to the other all right Definitely. all right then I'll, I'll go with that yeah I'm not sure about the others but they they say that you can see like what like South Carolina I think it's maybe Kentucky Virginia Tennessee Georgia and I don't know it just seems like a lot seems uh, like a lot right? okay well they have this beautiful plaque and the they have like a bar you know like a Safety rail. Oh, not a bar for drinks. No, not well. They do have that too, but a ra- there's a, a rail, railing. a railing, a railing. Mm-hmm. But except for where there's this plaque, okay, that shows you the states that you're. Yeah, yeah, because you can't block the view with the. You can't block the view with the rail. Well, I'm walking over to this plaque, and Sasha is on a leash, and she runs and jumps on the plaque, and everyone in the whole park. Well, she's like, up on the. She pl- jumped on like the this, plaque like, like she was going to jump off. <laughs> 
Yes, it's also called Lover's Peak, right there. Yeah. Oh, is there a an, a male? She, she's a girl dog, right? She is. Yeah. She's not in heat or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> no. I sense a chihuahua is present. Another that was chihuahua. Where, where are you, chihuahua? <laughs> <laughs> I had to grab her and put her yeah. back down on the ground. Yeah. Was... Did you think she was going to jump? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you would know. Does she fall off the couch at home? <laughs> no, but something... she does jump pretty high. She, I mean, she jumps on our bed. She jumps on the couch. I mean, she makes herself. What, what at kind home. of bed does she have? No, on our bed. She oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, she makes herself at home. So you're, yeah. I mean, imagine yeah. if she could have jumped f- from one state to the next. She was trying to. She could have jumped yeah. all the way to Georgia. Yeah, it yeah. scared us, and I probably would have gone over the cliff with her. You could write a song about it. The Chihuahua jumped down to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Charlie Daniels maybe have already done it. I don't know, but it's something. <laughs> Add some tequila in there, and we can have it pre- yeah. presented at yeah. Margaritaville. You know. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm, I mean, my sister has a uh, my sister Catherine has a daughter named Allie, so they adopted a dog for whatever reason, and the dog's name is Callie. And I said, "Did you name the dog Callie because you're Catherine and she's Allie?" She's like, "No, it came. The dog came that way. Its name was already Callie." Uh. And I said, "That's crazy." <laughs> and uh, then we're having some text conversation about uh, family business with you know my mother's house and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, my sister writes back, yes, I was telling that to Callie this morning. And I wrote back, do you mean Callie the dog? Or did you make a typo and, and were you telling this to Allie, Allie, your daughter? And Catherine, my sister, writes back, no, the dog. She was the only one here. Yeah. And this is like a group text with them, like the aunts and uncles. I'm like, why, right. why are you take? <laughs> the dogs are part of the family. They have feelings, too. And they understand things. I know. I, I know. No, we had a. Sasha when I was leaving this morning. She was very upset. Believe it or not, <laughs> I my family had a dog. Okay. When I was in high school, and um, it fell on to me to teach housebreak the dog, to care for the dog. Most of the dogs care during the years that I was in high school. I would I would walk the dog. I would, you know, try to train. I read books on dog training, and I taught the dog to not poop in the house and because I, I was the one who had to clean up the mess oh that's good you know they yeah. the dog was a consolation prize when i broke my arm instead of going to florida you got so, a dog well my father got got the dog he thought it would be yeah so i'm home with this my arm in a cast and the house by myself with this puppy who can't who just is pooping everywhere and i, I couldn't stand it so i got a book and i thought well, i'm going to teach you dog and she was a siberian husky you know and those are very smart dogs yeah her name was are. pandora because she opened up a whole box of problems <laughs> That was my mother. My mother came up with that name. That's good. Yeah, we'll call her Pandora because she came in a box and she, who knows what else is in that. <laughs> you know what else comes in boxes, Catherine? What? Dead bodies generally because... <laughs> That's true. You a lot them, of times you put them in a, in a box. And sometimes for cremations, you just put them in a yeah. cardboard box. Yeah. You know, for burials, you can put them mm-hmm. in a pine box. I mean, I know Halloween's coming up, but it's a little... Yeah. 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 It's a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing. You know what makes the perfect Halloween gift? A Bone Zones tumbler featuring Dr. Bill Bass and a skull. And um, you can actually, you know, instead of, um, instead of going to Walmart and buying a skull, which they do sell, of course, uh, why not get one from bonezones.com and have Dr. Bill Bass autograph it for you? Can yeah. you imagine a better gift for Halloween? That would be lovely. And these are wonderful tumblers. Yeah, they're nice. So we um, do you need a refill on your water? 
Yeah, I, mean, I got some. Open that up real quick. I'll just t- top you off while we're doing the Bone Zones commercial. Thank you. So the uh, website is bonezones.com. Don't forget the S because um, I have all this water left over from a birthday party back in June. I know. So. I didn't drink any water that day. so I'm trying to use it up. I only drank that cider that you got us. Oh, the hard cider? Mm-hmm. Which was delicious. It was delicious. Uh-oh. I want to make a mess now. So anyway, bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. What do do with the lid? Uh, has got not only uh, these things, but you can get the uh, autographed Jefferson Bass novels. You can get the nonfiction books like Death's Acre and Beyond the Body Farm. Nice. Death's Acre tells you the, uh, the origins of the body farm. And then the book Beyond the Body Farm is when Dr. Bass is on about digging up the big bopper or um, looking at cases about the guy from Connecticut who faked his death in Mexico. You that's know. fantastic. Yeah. And Dr. Bass wrote all these books? Yeah, with John Jefferson. So that's why they're called Jefferson Bass. Okay. So Dr. Bass does the science, and John is the novelist and the writer nice. of the two of them. Um, and Dr. Bass does speaking engagements. you find that about those at BoneZones.com. See if I'm showing up maybe to help facilitate, and they'll sign things. They've got challenge coins. They've got key tags. They've got hats. They've got T-shirts. Everything. They've Everything got merch. you need Good. at yeah. BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Yeah, you wouldn't want to forget the S. Don't forget the S. I've, I've never tried it myself personally, but I'm not. I don't want to be the first <laughs> to type it in wrong. <laughs> um, I sent you uh, a clip from a, another podcast the other day. You did. Oh my goodness, you got mentioned. Well, I got a I got a message mm-hmm. on um, Facebook Messenger. Tony Farina uh, sends me a message. She says, "Hey, Adam Carolla mentioned you on his show today," and this would have been. Well, or maybe it was what, whatever day it was. It turned out it was October 18th. He sent me this message. And I said, oh, no. Again? And Tony's like, what do you mean? I said, well, usually Adam Carolla is, like in his book, for example, he trashes me in his book for um, delaying his entry into show business. How, how did you delay his entry? Well, I didn't call him back within 24 hours. There was other work that needed to be done. So how long was his entry delayed? Probably 48 hours. And he blames you for this? Yes. It was too long. It was too long. He couldn't wait that long. He could not wait. (sighs) In fact, he didn't wait. He showed up outside the radio station and uh, waylaid Jimmy Kimmel on the way to the bathroom, I think is what happened, as I recall. Okay. So Jimmy Kimmel is going to be in a boxing match with another member of our cast, Michael the Maintenance Man. And Adam, at the time, was uh, an improv comic, or sketch comic, rather, um, a boxer, boxing coach and a carpenter. Okay. So he was working all the jobs, trying to make yeah. his break in show business. And he hears on the radio that um, we need a boxing coach for Michael the Maintenance Man. And he calls in and offers his services. So I have it now as a message, one of those pink pieces of paper, some guy named Ace, boxing coach. I'm like, oh, good. I'll put that here when I'm ready to get to that part of the production because now right. I have to produce a boxing match. Right. How, I, I, what do I know, right? Right. So I, I'm at the point where I have to find a venue. I have to find um, equipment. I have to find judges. I have to find all... Have you ever been to a boxing match? No. <laughs> so did, how did you know what you needed? Well, that's, I'm doing have to do the research. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I find a venue that has a boxing ring. I find... Um, and we ended up getting celebrity judges um, like... John Wayne Bobbitt. Nice. Which was weird. 
Uh, I think I've told this story before. John Wayne Bobbitt shows up at this boxing match and says, Hey, are you the same Frank from WAVA in Washington? <laughs> You're like, Yes, I am. How about that? I'm like, Yes, I am. Because I know Who's that's. asking? <laughs> John Wayne, that's where John Wayne Bobbitt lived when he had his, uh, his slicing accident. <clears throat> and, you know, mm-hmm. that happened in Manassas, Virginia. So here he's out in Hollywood going, hey, you're the same guy from the radio station I used to listen to back home. I'm like, how about that? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to L.A., John. (laughs) So all of these other moving parts, right? There's a lot of pieces happening here where how are we going to actually do this? Are we going to do a live remote, which we did? What day are we going to do it? When is the room available? So one of the uh, next steps is making sure everybody's really committed to it. And does Michael want this man, Ace, as his boxing coach? Well... Ace couldn't wait, you know, um, the day or two that it took me to, to get back to him. So he shows up on the second or third, I guess 48 hours later, shows up outside the hallway, in the hallway of this radio station. And when Jimmy goes to the bathroom, Ace pounces on him and... Um, Tells him he's going to be his coach. Yeah, and then so now he ends up being Jimmy's coach, not Michael's coach. Okay. Which career-wise was a strong move for Adam because right. he and Jimmy went on to create the man show and Adam worked on the Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Adam worked on this, that, and the other thing, nice. and that's that's whole... Uh, so I guess what you're saying is if you want to do something for a career, you should just show up. Yeah. Start, start doing, doing it. it. And, yeah. and then the, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's right. like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I did here. Yeah. It yeah. worked out well for you. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Apparently, Here we are. Apparently, it, that's apparently how, it works, and that's how you get jobs with Frank Murphy. That's how it works. Yeah. But Adam you know, needed a villain. So in reality now, Adam's had a fairly easy path to success. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, he um, is talented and funny and all the things, and, and Jimmy recognized that, and he became a character on the Kevin and Bean show and blah, blah, blah. So Adam has had a relatively easy path uh, to becoming an overnight sensation. Yeah, he had to struggle as a carpenter and as a boxing coach for a few years to get to that point, but he was still young when all this happened. And, um, but in his book, there has to be a bad guy. There has to be somebody putting a barrier to Adam's entry into show business. Is that you? There has to be some antagonist. So he made it me. Cool. I'm the, I'm the jerk. I'm the bad guy who uh, trying to block Adam's path. When in reality, it's just that I wasn't ready for that. That was, that was a... You had some other work to do. Yeah, you can't, Adam... You don't put in the windows on the second floor, which would be you, until you build the foundation, which would be every other aspect of the event. So You weren't there yet. I wasn't there yet. You weren't there yet. But no, well, he, he didn't care about that. I understand that. I have artists to write to me after yeah. audition season, you know, for Marvel City Opera right. and say, do you know yet? Do you know yet? Do you know oh. yet? You know, it's like, I don't. <laughs> as soon as I know, I'll let you know. I'll let yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I get that. Time. I get that, time. Adam, yeah. you know, from his point of view, training for the fight would be the first thing you do. Right. But I don't even know that there's going to be a fight because there, unless I have everything else lined up with, that the, you need. with management and right. risk management and all the other people involved. So I wasn't even there yet. We weren't even at the point where I, there was going to be a fight. Right. But so that's what I thought he was going to say again because he said it on his podcast. He put it in his book, all these things. And Tony Farina writes back, no, I think you, it's not that at all. You'll probably like it. I'm like, oh, no. What is it? Well, it's the truth, though. He outs me for being a cheapskate. <laughs> oh, yeah. This was good. So what did you hear? I mean, because you, you didn't know all this, did I you? I didn't know all this, but I, I found out that really you don't like to pay for anything. And Who so, does? Well, Why would any... You don't, would you? I mean, I don't have an aversion to paying <laughs> for things. It sounds as though you, you may have an aversion to paying for things. Well, from Adam's perspective, um, we would... 
the people on the show, which is Kevin and Bean, um, Jimmy, Adam, me, and maybe Lightning, would have to plan the next day's show. And that's always that pressure when you're a producer of what are we going to do tomorrow? We just finished a show. It's done. It's now we have to do another one. Um, so we'd, they'd either sit around the office. Uh, a lot of times the guys would go to Taco Bell. And I didn't want to go to Taco Bell. I didn't want to spend the money. So I would stay back in the office and they would come and bring their Taco Bell. And I'd get mad because they'd throw their chalupa wrappers in my garbage can on purpose. Whatever the stinkiest thing was, they would try to aggravate me by throwing it away in my garbage can. So I got to the point where I was ridiculous. I was like, no food trash, no, no, not even chewed gum, nothing. That is, yeah. Well, what are you well, going to do? What are you going to say? Each, evaluate each piece of food trash as to how bad it smells? Well, I mean, just throw away the trash, you know? Well, I, I would be there for hours after they left for the day. So that's why I, I didn't want to do that. Anyway, so I was, I was always just a jerk. They all, they all, I was a big jerk to them, is all I was. Clearly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to go to buy food at Taco Bell, but sometimes it's like, well, we're going to Talleyrand, and we're going to have pancakes, or we're going to have eggs, and you, we're all going, and we're going to, and they're going to talk business, and I'm like, oh, man. I mean, I like pancakes, and I, I, mean, I enjoy it, I don't, and they're going to talk business, and they're all going to brainstorm these very funny ideas of things that I'm going to have to produce. Produce, and you want to be a part of that. Well, you want to hear what they are yeah. firsthand so that you can get to work on it as soon as you get back, because then I go back to work, and they all go home. And you start day. making it happen. Yeah. Right. Um, but I would never pay. For, you know, they, Adam's recollection was that one person would pay for the bill for the whole table. Right. Which is not the way I remember it, but I would try to get out of paying because I felt that Kevin and Bean, being the high-paid talent, would normally pay for breakfast. If they want the staff to come out and we're going to brainstorm ideas for their show, it's not called the Frank Show, it's not called the Adam Show, you know, all right, then pay. And I have history with that. When I worked with uh, Don and Mike in D.C., they would make me call the Chinese restaurant across the street to get them to open two hours or an hour and a half early. And I would say, hey, uh, radio station, can we come over? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would unlock the door. We'd get there. They'd unlock the door. <laughs> nice. And we would go in, and they, we would eat Chinese food at 10-something in the morning. Huh, and um, Don and Mike would always pay for the whole staff because they made, nice. as they made, you know, exponentially more money than the producers and they wanted to eat there and they wanted the staff to and they wanted and to yeah, and they wanted to brainstorm it wasn't it wasn't a treat right. it was a working lunch right it was like here I want, I want you to do this 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 and this and pass the ch- cashew chicken right you know well, that makes sense so that was what i was accustomed to was that donna mike would pay or jay thomas would pay and that was the end of it yeah so, so you're, I, you're talking about just being misunderstood in this circle. So Adam's point is that if you're the bad back guy, you always get out of moving furniture. If you're the cheap guy, you always get out of paying, and everyone just gets accustomed to it. It's like, you know, they all take turns paying the bill, but we always skip over Frank. <laughs> well, I mean, then they said that they just stopped inviting you. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I, my recollection was that um, Bean would pay for me, and everybody else paid for themselves. It was, uh, by the way, I thought it was, but... Well, maybe they, maybe he's going to send you a bill or an invoice. That's possible. You know? I know. He's, right. Bean's a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> he watches the show, listens to the show. Uh, hi, Bean. Yeah. He sent us a nice uh, comment, um, well, or email or note about some one of the episodes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably... Might have been the... I don't know. Might have been your dirndl. I'm not sure what it was. It was... <laughs> The Durndal was very good. <laughs> Thanks to Tim Coleman. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Well, uh, one, uh, one last thing uh, I'll mention, I guess we have a little bit of time, is that I'm alive. You are. I am here. I am alive. I am present. Um, I am uh, I almost, I avoided a car wreck is what happened. Tell me, did, when did this happen? Yesterday? Yeah. Oh. So yesterday morning, I'm driving to uh, PBS to do Scholars Bowl, and I have to be there at 9, so it's 8.30-ish, and I'm on the interstate. And, you know, it's, it's rush hour traffic, right? Yeah. But it's moving along reasonably well. Um, and I see, as I'm going along, that uh, there's a point where Interstate 640 splits off, and that usually right. is a bit of a slowdown as people have to change lanes. Right. So I see cars slowing down. I'm like, you know what I'll do is I'll get way over into the left lane, and that way I'm away and from... Clear, the, yeah, I'm space. cleared up, right? Yeah. So I get in the left lane. I see in the rearview mirror, and there's a guy who's kind of... I mean, I'm checked to see if it's available, right? Right. And the car that's way back there seems to be going fast. I'm like, well, I'm going to get in the left lane. I'm going to maintain the flow of traffic. Right. Right? Uh, so I'm doing that. And then I realize, oh, no, the left lane, there's, I'm seeing brake lights, three cars down, and then two cars down. I better slam on the brakes because there's a, apparently some debris. There's a wheelbarrow oh, and some other stuff along the side of the road. And people are slowing down either to look at it or to avoid hitting it. it but it was... Or both. Right? Or both. So I'm like, well, I better... Well, let's slow down. And, I'm look, and of course, I look in the rearview mirror, and that guy's still coming at 80 miles an hour, not slowing down at all. And I'm like, I am about to get sandwiched. I am about to get in my little car. I'm going to get this guy, whatever this is, big SUV, is going to rear-end me and push me into that guy up there. I, I am, this is bad. And this is all take a millisecond. You know, right. It takes one millisecond to right. think all of that. And I just I look at my side view mirror, and I'm like, well, here it goes. And I jag off that's a bad I shouldn't have said that <laughs> I veer off <laughs> I veer off into the second lane and hit the gas and start going and I'm you know because I better get I'm getting out of Dodge right right and to uh, at least catch up to the people in front of me and I hear the guy is the tires are squealing. Oh the, my goodness! And he's trying to, and he wants to Smoke steer. Coming off of the tires. I, well, I didn't stay to look. I was, I got, I'm leaving, right. like, avoiding the crash, not getting into it. Um, and of course, he wants to maybe steer into the shoulder, but there's a wheelbarrow there. <laughs> so I, but I, I pop out of the pocket, and this guy manages to screech to a halt before hitting the guy who had been in front of me, but barely. It's I. Since I feel there. like it, oh, he would have hit me. Yeah, I know. I got out of the way of him hitting me. There's no question in my because mind. If he was just barely not hitting the other person. So the other uh, layer of this is my stupid Apple Music. I've got two albums on there. One is the Nutcracker. Yeah. And the other is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. <laughs> was the Psycho playing? Well, it was playing like the 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 part where it's like the tension is building. Oh, of you course know, it was. It's yeah. the, so your heart was racing like, at the end of yeah, this. The hotel room part. Dun, dun, dun. And so I, I swerve into the next lane, and I start going, and my heart's racing. And sure enough, it plays, starts playing the murder track. Oh, no. And I'm like, of course it is. You know, And I can't change it. I'm not going to do anything at this point. And my hands are, are locked on the wheel, and I'm listening to that Bernard Herrmann <laughs> music as I'm driving. That going, is awful. <laughs> And then that's a short piece. And then next thing you know, as I'm starting to, I'm like, okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm gonna, alive. I'm going to pray. I'm going to say a prayer of thanksgiving. You know, oh, guardian angel. <laughs> angel of God, guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. All the things. And um, the music changes. 
and to the pas de deux from Nutcracker, nice, which is, as you know, some of the most beautiful <laughs> <laughs> music in the whole ballet. It's <laughs> kind of nice that your Apple Music like curated the whole event. You know, yeah, yeah, it could have been filmed. Could have been. I know. Well, yeah. now you know. You can just that's amazing. And practically died. It, yeah, I mean, I had an experience on the highway yesterday too, which I thought was bad, but not nearly. I mean, mine was more trying to stay in the. The exit lane, and this person was merging, and they were going so slow. And they're not looking? They weren't looking, and they were going way under the speed limit, and so I had to also veer into the lane next to me, yeah. where there was this, you know, huge 16-wheeler, yes. 18-wheeler, whatever you call those. like 14 and three quarters. Yes, exactly. And they were <laughs> barreling down the highway, and I had to, you know, jump in front of them quickly. Yeah. I was like, come on, people. <sighs> so... Yesterday was not our day on I forty, was it? No, I, I was. I'm thankful that I, I like yeah. my little car. You know, I, was, yeah. I had I've been driving Zippy. my wife's car while she was out of town, mm-hmm. and my, I'm, I'm back in my own for the first day back in my own little zippy car, and uh, I've just I'm like I this I love this car, and I'm but I'm uh, and I don't want to crash it, so I'm we're getting out of the way. That's good. That's Whereas good. meanwhile, uh, my wife's car, the registration was due um, in October, and she went to the county clerk to get the new sticker for it and then i met her at the gas station just before we started recording to put the new sticker on okay and um she's out there and she's got the you know the window washer stuff and she's cleaning off the old sticker and she's about to put it on and i look and the pile of stickers seems thick to me okay i said maybe we should try to you know pull out before we put on the 20 another one 22 maybe we should peel off the 21 (laughs) Or the whatever else. So I, I just go at it and I give it a little bit of a tug. And next thing you know, we're down to 08. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I pulled off so many stickers, 13 years worth wow. of, of these registration stickers down to 08. Wow. And, we're, and Jerry's like, how could that be? This car is a 2011. <laughs> how could... <laughs> Well, she, we remembered. That makes sense she transferred. Early. She transferred the plates over from the car we had before. Okay. Mealed um, CRV. Okay. So we've had the same license plate for. I mean, obviously, maybe almost probably maybe twenty years. At least since years. 2008. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, still was some under there, but I got this big wad of them off. That's amazing. And then I was teasing this. I said, "Oh, look at your license plate. Have you lost weight? You're so slender. <laughs> you just look so slender." <laughs> <laughs> it goes faster now too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad to be out of her car. I got it. We got to get her a new car. I mean, I, I think that's part of her plot. Is she took mine to Northern Virginia to so let you experience her? Right. Car. It's it, a good strategy. Yeah. No. I. I. We, I we're yeah. done. That car. I want to get rid of it. That's a good strategy. I. I. I, I should have just traded it in while she was gone. Mm-hmm. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry's a smart woman. Except that his car prices are up and there's a shortage of something. I don't know. All so. of the parts. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get anything these days. <sighs> anyway, I guess that's a show. Yeah, I think, you know, if our executive producer was here, she'd probably <clears throat> cut us off. She'd give us the wrap by yeah, now. Yeah, she would. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for another fun episode of Absolutely. the Frank and Friends show. Thank you to BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S for, uh, for sponsoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BoneZones.com. <clears throat> Thank you for liking the show. And uh, people like Tanya Cinnamon, thank you for sharing the show on Facebook. That means a lot to us. Absolutely. And um, well, liking, sharing, subscribing. Smashing that button. You can do that. You can smash I can read the. There is actually a notification bell on YouTube. Did is you, there? If you wanted, 
I mean, yeah. you could turn on. I mean, you could you could turn on the notification bell, and every time I upload the episode, you would get a ding. And there a ding. I mean, you can have it come as a, I think, as a ding, or you can have them send you an email, or they. I get emails. That's when, how when I when I subscribe to YouTube shows, a lot of times I get the email. Okay, so yeah, then, whatever, yeah, whatever you wish. Which is nice because then it's like, oh, okay, there it is, and I can go watch it. Yeah. So anyway, all of the things, notifications, dings, thank you so much for doing all of it. And uh, we'll be back with another uh, Seymour Smokies episode coming up in a few days and back with another um, regular Frank and Friends show starring Catherine Frady. And Frank Murphy. (laughs) See, you picked up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you again next time.